Hey, this is Matisse and I'm recording from unceded Wurundjeri territory belonging to the peoples of the Kulin Nation. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. I am paying my respects to elders past and present and stand in solidarity with Aboriginal people. Please visit paytherent.net.au to donate to the first storytellers of this land. I would also like to acknowledge that Braided is a part of the Artful Dodgers Studios, a community space on the unceded lands of the Kulin Nation, where, in the neighbouring streets and soil of so-called Fitzroy and Collingwood, there's a rich Aboriginal history. We support the ongoing commitment towards these stories being seen and told. Testing, testing, one, one, two, three. Every time I just hit record and just say. We'll start from the start. Hello. Is this thing on? Here and there, really. <laughs> <laughs> Does that sound all right? Um, certified baddie. <laughs> if you like some elements, but you don't like others, keep the bits that you like. Hello, I'm your host, Matisse. And I'm your host, Agum. And you're listening to Braided. This season, we'll both be taking you through the lives and stories of people who are a part of Braided. As the pandemic loomed overhead, Braided's become more than just a podcast. We've shared updates and looked out for each other. The Braided community is made up of Reggie. Yeah, this is a voice recording. Georgia. Georgia, one, two, three. Elijah. Thanks for tuning in. My name's Elijah Augustine. Danny. I don't know that much about this kind of thing. I'm just going off what a lot of people have been talking about. Kim. It feels weird to move away from being 18 into your 20s. Mary. In all honesty, I'm naturally a homebody. Agum. How are you doing? How's your day? And Matisse. Feeling blessed. When we started recording for Braden, I was pretty slammed with work. How about yourself, Matisse? I was the same. I had just started working from home and I was very stressed. And I remember everyone being pretty thrown in our group. Let's go back to April, just a few weeks into the lockdown, when we just started recording for Braided. Today's date is the 8th of April 2020. I feel more connected during this isolation period through gaming with this game called Animal Crossing. That's Georgia. You may remember her from season one and she is deep into the Animal Crossing world. And for those who don't know Animal Crossing, it's basically like you're a human that's moved to an island where there's like, well, there's animals and you can basically create your own island. There's all these like little mini goals and things like that. And the reason why I've been feeling more connected with this game is because my family has it. And through that, we've been able to enjoy a really wholesome game together and then sometimes talk about what's been going on in our day. So my mind isn't being neglected. For the first time in like human history, everyone shares 
something really big in common. This is Joe, my partner, and this is the first time I'd ever recorded anyone or anything. Knowing that everyone is going through the same thing makes it slightly easier to handle. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword, right? It's like great that everyone's going through it together, but also I want none of it to be happening to anyone. Well, for me, uh, I think right now, talking on the phone, doing FaceTime, doing my Zoom work meeting, these are all ways I feel connected still with people. Yeah, so I guess that's what I think is connecting us. Suffering, fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Continuing on that line of thought. Yeah. In what ways... <laughs> in what ways do you feel less connected to people? Ways that I've been feeling less connected. Social distancing. It means that you can't go out. And that's Reggie. Reggie was having a tough time at the start of lockdown. But they started recording these short updates through the past months. More on that soon. You can't go out without a valid reason. That includes you can't visit your friends. I have been missing hanging out with friends. Physical interaction is very minimal, particularly from people that I, my close friends, and also people that I do general nail, pedicure, all that, hair, braiding. I mean, I, I cannot physically do that now with them. So I feel physically disconnected in those types of way. And having that option to just go out to cafes and bars and things. I've also been missing my work. I feel like I'm going to cry. I've been missing my work and the people there. I think I'm a bit emotional today because I had a dream last night that I was working. So yeah, I miss working and having more financial stability. Um. Yeah, it makes me feel more separate. But I guess going back to the initial point is like, I still ultimately feel like I feel more connected to people through this than I do apart. Really? Yeah. And to be honest, it's driving me slightly insane. I feel like the world is collapsing in some way, shape, form or another. And I feel like... I understand social distancing and I understand why we have to do it. I just feel like it's harder day in, day out to be stuck at hold up inside my apartment. This pandemic has made you feel more connected than you would have beforehand. Absolutely, without a doubt. Yes. I feel like maybe some people are kind of making more of an effort to communicate now that there's kind of nothing else to do. You can easily forget. <laughs> you can easily forget way. to message a friend for weeks and weeks on end when life is when, running normally. Right. But. Oh, right. So now that there's no excuse, people care about each other. Well, that's dark. Uh, <laughs> if you want to put it like that, all right. I don't. I don't right. want to put it that way. There's some old coffee here. Oh, sitting on the side table. There's always old coffee sitting on the side table. Forever. It'll, it'll just stay there. The same cup of coffee is still there, I promise you. <laughs> a 
Okay, so in May, Agum called everyone from Braided to catch up. I'll hand it over to you for this part. Back in mid-May, I gave everyone a call to check in and see how everyone is doing. Restrictions were easing and it felt like the world, well, our world, was starting to open back up again. Today is the Tuesday, 12th of May, and I am about to call Elijah, one of our participants doing the second season of Braided. It was good to, to call up the Braided folks like Elijah, Reggie, Danny and Georgia. It was really nice. Ringing, ringing. Elijah coming through. Hi Elijah, how are you doing? Hello. Yeah, my day is going all right so far. I've heard all the restrictions are starting to ease. How do you feel about that? Well, quite nervous to be honest, getting out of isolation. What's the plan for today, for the rest of today? Well, the plan for today, uh, maybe a bit of a culture. Hmm, like what culture? Like go out, meet people? I don't know, <laughs> I'm just guessing out here. <laughs> yeah, like saying like where, you, where your mob from and all that. And yeah, something like that. Hello, hi Reggie, hello, hello. How's your day today? It's been all right. You know, I we had a raided session earlier today. I also have a queen bed delivery later today as well, around 1 to 3 p.m. I'm excited for a queen bed because I've never had a queen bed before. I've always slept on king singles and I feel like now's the time for me to actually venture out and get a queen bed for myself and maybe for a future partner. Oh nice! Are there potentials? Is there an idea that future partner is coming soon? <laughs> yeah, potentially. I've got, I've been speaking to a guy for a while now. Yeah, that, that's great. One thing to be excited about out of all this pandemic issue how have you been dealing with that? The pandemic has been pretty um, anxious driven, to be honest. I have found that, you know, normally I'm fine with like being at home all day and playing video games mm. till all hours of the morning. However, I feel like my social contacts with more my friends has been minimal and that has kind of yeah. disrupted the way I feel, you know, comfortable about living. I find that, you know, I'm happy to play video games till like 3 or 4 in the morning, but if I can't see my friends during the day, that really hurts. Do you try to talk to them on, on the phone? Or? Oh, definitely. We've had Discord and Skype sessions to chat with each other, which has been really good, but I kind of crave that face-to-face -face sessions with people, you know what I mean? Over coffee, yeah. you know, over a bar or whatnot, yeah. Well, it looks like uh, we might be expecting some good news soon. I'm not really up to date with my news, but I do think that there sh should be some sort of uh, an announcement today. How do you feel about that? I look forward to the news, but also I'm kind of wary about coronavirus community transmissions mm. and how that may influence future outbreaks as well. Well, we can take it step by step and still try to be vigilant. Definitely, I totally agree. 
Um, yeah, I saw a cat behind you. Yes. Such a cutie. She's a fluffy <laughs> cat. <laughs> What's her name? Her name is Celestia. I got her at an adoption pound in Preston called Neko Cat Rescue. When I was looking for a cat that day, I wanted a cat that was low maintenance because at the time I was working full time and I didn't have the time to always look after a pet. I didn't know about animals having high maintenance and a low maintenance. <laughs> That's one thing I'm learning today. Oh, definitely. Some cats are very high maintenance. <laughs> um, when I was looking for a cat, she like all the other cats just came to me for cuddles and for like pets. But this one cat who sat in the corner on this little um, you know, like cat scratching toy, she did not come to me. But I did acknowledge her and I went to her and she was sitting and I patted her and then she was smiling and I was like, this is the perfect one. Hi Georgia, how are you doing? How's your day? Hi, I'm good. My day's going all right so far, just got some work to do. How about you? I am doing very well. It looks like you're still in your bedroom. Um, looking very cozy again. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, good. I've been in my room for probably most of this isolation. Um, but yeah, like I think I found it really easy to self-isolate. Like I found it really easy to a hermit I guess um, I think I'm just finding it a bit hard to sort of start coming out of isolation um, and sort of return back to normalcy believe it or not I have been going a bit cuckoo about everything in that area because I, I it's getting to the point that I want to boil vegetables and fruit as well because in my head I just want to make sure that nothing is alive in there <laughs> So I, I can definitely, <laughs> I can uh, sympathize with you in that aspect. Uh, but yeah, I, what, what can we do? Yeah, totally. Like we can only do what we have in control, which is like washing our hands and all that. But mm. sometimes it's just not enough. Um, we just need like it to be, like the virus just to be gone with. And I want to like stay self-isolating until we're sure that it is gone. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, definitely. I think the best, yeah, the best we can do is choose ourselves if we want to. I think we still have the choice of choosing whether we can stay indoors and still feel, you know, be protected. I'm sure that the businesses would understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think many of us are... Uh, actually getting used to this kind of life sad to say but uh, uh, is there anything particularly you are more concerned about um, when things are all fine to go ahead like when our lives are going to be back to our normal way is there anything that you are going to miss staying indoors um I think the thing I'm gonna miss is um, the time that I got to spend to be creative. Mm. Um, so returning back to normal life, I won't be able to be like have all that time to be creative and do more art things and that. And then I think um, sort of being starting to be thrown back into normalcy, I'm a bit yeah. sad that I won't be able to have the time to be creative and 
um, build on my creativity because I was just starting to feel like you were getting um, in the groove that I was improving. Mm. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was getting in the groove, and I made this really nice momentum of like creative projects and things yeah. like that and yeah and then now it's starting to be taken away from me so I just got a bit sad about that hi hi Demi how are you doing today uh not too bad good to see you you're looking yeah. very fresh <laughs> so um how has pandemic been how have you been dealing with this? Uh, personally, I've been doing all right because I hadn't been doing much other than going to the studio beforehand. So other than that, my routine's not that much different for the moment. Though it did come at an unfortunate time where I was just starting to try and get back into work. And yeah. now that, of course, has to wait a little you bit. You were getting a hang of it, weren't you? <sighs> It's a positive spin on it. <laughs> um, it looks like things might change in the next days or so. How do you feel about that? Mm. Are you particularly excited or uh, are you hesitant? Uh, cautiously optimistic, I'd say. Because mm. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it depends place to place, but there is that worry of like the second wave of everything coming and sometimes that can be worse than the first wave but I don't know that much about this kind of thing I'm just going off what a lot of people have been talking about yeah do you still communicate with your friends outside a lot of my friends are from Europe and the US so it's just as easy to communicate with them much the same as it's always been just whenever the uh, time zones line up properly we're yeah. able to just talk about whatever but yeah. as for people more locally it's not as easy yeah but there is there anything that you feel like going back to normal you're going to miss um about the lockdown uh it's hard to say like i guess there is the um there's a small part which is the idea that um as someone who's been sort of stuck at home unemployed and all that this kind of like camaraderie of everyone else then being stuck at home. <laughs> it's, it's an odd angle, but I know, you, you kind of get what I mean. <laughs> I get it. Uh, yeah. So you you feel better in a way that okay, we are all in this together. Yeah, essentially. Like I feel less bad about having myself at home, but you can you can see I'm sort of reaching for reasons. But it, it, it also means that I'm kind of stretching for, like, positive things, personally. Throughout the making of Braided, we'd been doing these workshops on interviewing, on ethics, on editing audio. And in one of our early workshops, I'd been grouped with another workshop participant that I hadn't really talked to before, named Mary. Let me ask a question. So, we're coloured women. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where this is going? <laughs> yeah. But now, what colored women? How do you guys see yourself in society? I want to get a point of view from all of you guys. I feel like my experience versus your. I'm light skin as fuck. Yeah. So the way mm. I move around and the way that I, I feel like I'm um, I'm a lot more palatable 
to white people, then yeah. you guys, your experience would be like, and same with my mom, my mom's dark skin. So I yeah. see how she lives her life and how people treat her mm-hmm. versus me. And it's, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. And yeah. I think, yeah, hopefully being in the pandemic, people will speak up. They'll talk about their experiences. I think why people now, this is a good time. They have heaps of time on their hands. Research. Look at what it's like to be a person of colour in a society that doesn't make it easy. This was the first time Mary and I had had a proper conversation. This was way before Black Lives Matter. This was before I even knew Mary. But this conversation brought us closer together and we just gelled really well. So Mary and I decided to keep talking and make a podcast episode together. So stay tuned for that. The workshops gave us a window into each other's lives, backgrounds and interests that we hadn't really known before. Take Danny. He's a musician and can sometimes take a moment to open up. So it was good to have the excuse to ask questions about each other. Well, my original interest in music came from a lot of strong rhythms and things like that that I heard from certain bands back in like 2005. And so from there, I want to learn drums because that's, of course, the most logical thing. I like rhythm stuff and learn drums. It's funny that I like playing drums, but I was too self-conscious to make noise. So I kind of gave that up. And then years later, I got into different kinds of music that also had like good rhythm and good grooves. And so from there, I decided to switch to bass guitar because it's kind of in between. Like you've got the grooves and you've also got the rhythm. And then, like I wasn't really writing much of my own stuff. I was just playing stuff that I liked, just learning. Like, I like that song, I'll learn it. And it wasn't until like talking with Nick about music that we started to like share the same kinds of influences and we started to like the, um, the visual aspect of like glam rock. And so we thought, oh, why don't we try and write something like that? Because then it'll be an excuse to um, dress up uh, and like come up with outfits. Then it just kind of morphed into when both of us really, we would naturally like write music. It'd just come out differently to how we would do because we were originally trying to sound like one kind of thing, but naturally it would turn into a different thing just because that's how it came out. So it's hard to say like what made me choose to start making music. It's just kind of fallen into place. There's also a few folks that help steer the ship that's braided. They're producers and artists from the community who provide mentorship and support. This season though, it's been tough for all of us and I'd like to think we've all been supporting each other. Here's Louise. My name is Louise Terry and I'm a producer on Braided. Lockdown, you know, it, it has its pros and cons. I, I have to admit I've been starting to enjoy it. I think the introvert in me is reveling a little bit right now. But, yeah, there's also the absolute flip side of that. So uncertainty about the future maybe is one of the other weird things of just not really knowing what it looks like or what I even want it to be, maybe some confusion around that. Hi, Joel. Oh, do I need to say something about what I do? Sure. A couple lines. This is Joel and Michelle. They're also mentors and producers with Braided. My name is Joel and I am an audio producer and currently, as of today, an officially trained radio operator. 
So early on, Joel and Michelle were slowly going a bit bonkers because of the fridge noise in their homes. They'd done this recording chatting about their experience and Danny edited it together into this masterpiece of fridge humming. How is your relationship with your fridge currently? My relationship with my fridge is it's acceptance. It's sometimes when I get really frustrated putting on my noise cancelling headphones, which does help a lot. Have you kicked it yet? No, because I don't think that will, I think that will make it worse. It'll make it angrier. I did have one two o'clock in the morning temper tantrum at mine and recognised that it was really just injuring me and having no effect whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a room separation or are you fully in the same room? No, I'm fully in the same room. Yeah, so it's really annoying. I'm fortunate because I can close a door. I don't know how you can do it. I've looked at all the options. I tried to canvas putting the fridge outside. Maybe I could just live with an esky. So far I'm just still living with the fridge. Well actually it was actually just really comforting when you moved in with your fridge and you recognized that it's really quite torturous. I felt quite comforted just by that that sort of sense of camaraderie. Us against the fridges. One of the first days I'd moved in here and it was like probably that first week of the lockdown and the pandemic stuff really hitting and everybody's, you know, there wasn't full lockdown yet, but everybody was going into their homes and all my stuff was around me because I just moved in here and it was just like, oh my God, it's just me in the fridge. Like nothing else exists in the world except me in this fucking fridge. Every Friday, the folks on Braided would get together for a story meeting over Zoom. Slowly, they'd started becoming more like in-depth chats about our lives, a kind of group therapy. So um, the reason why I wasn't here on um, Wednesday was because I went out to see a guy that I've been chatting for a while. And it was the only time I was actually able to see him because he's closeted and he lives at home. So it was hard for us to organize the time to see each other. And Wednesday was the only suitable time for both of us. So we went out to the city and got some lunch and just cuddled, um, chatting and, you know, next to the Emporium before it was opening and just (laughs) being able to be consoling with each other, talking about life philosophical stuff. So it was really nice. Uh, And Reggie, that's that's like the best blow off I've ever heard. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was very honest. You made yeah. the right choice, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love wins. During one story meeting, we'd had this iconic moment of a goom being pooped on by a bird, like on camera during the meeting. It was stunning and disgusting. All of the sudden, it just felt so hot everywhere. My shirt and I think some part of my head. So I was just passing by a tree and all of a sudden a giant poop just hit me like white poop everywhere so the bird was just sitting up there and waiting for me to dump his shit on me um so i'm just gonna put my phone in my pocket and find the next destination to clean myself Okay, but usually our story meetings were fairly low-key. It was just nice to have that regular check-in week to week, while the world outside of Braided felt like it was spiralling and uncertain. This was a place where the same people would show up and would just talk. Hi, Joel's here. Hey, Joel. Hi, Elijah. How are you going, buddy? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, we were 
we were talking about you earlier on, about yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah, saying, well, you were explaining to me that, um, that I wanted to do a storytelling with those soundtracks that I've uh, recorded the, the last two days. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna, and you're going to send me updates with those every day, aren't you? And then we'll put something together next week. Yeah, we, we could do that. Sounds good. Thanks. That's harmonica. I was watching Richard. Can you yeah. play us a little bit right now? Um, I can play you a short snippet of um, Waltz and Matilda, which I've been trying to practice. Danny, how are you doing for podcast stuff this week? A bit better now. Uh reshuffle the podcast, reshuffle the mind, resegment <laughs> the content. Um, I, I'm very tired. Uh, got it more pinpointed or more focused, which I am not right now. Um, yeah, I've got the general idea a bit more focused down to a bit more how I'm going to structure it and things like that. Still haven't started any recording yet, but at least it'll be a bit easier to put that together once I do start recording. You were saying before, Danny, that you're, um, you, you didn't get your sleep schedule in sync. What, what, did, what did you mean by that? So you know how I said that I did that recording at three in the morning? <laughs> that that's part of it. And then giving up, then going out again at seven, and then <laughs> getting onto this meeting. Right, you did I'm, that last night. Yes, I'm going to sleep after this. Mm. Wow, you haven't slept. Okay, now I get what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're close to being finished, but before we go agum, I'm excited to share an update from Reggie. As we mentioned earlier in the pod, Reggie started recording these short updates throughout their time in lockdown. They're a little window into Reggie's life about their curiosities, what they're doing, what they're thinking. Okay, okay, let's hear it. (laughs) Let's take a listen. Hi. Hey there. It's Reggie's Reggie's Doctor. Update. It's May. So today is the, what is the day today? Let's have a look. Today is the Wednesday, the 6th of May. The day is 8th of May, 2020, 11.45pm. It's 12.30, the 13th of May, I believe. And it's 1.14pm. And I had a really good sleep last night. really well deserved a break a little nice rest but i woke up at 4 25 a.m today and i wanted to watch the comet you know the meteor shower that was happening earlier this morning i'm excited because i am getting a new queen bed today and it's gonna be really good I've never actually had a queen bed before to sleep on, so it'd be a first time experience. I'm sure the space would be really good too. We've just finished the podcast session for Braided, and this is just a voice recording about 
Today, I spoke to Danny in our little breakout rooms, and we had a chat about, I guess, you know, our music tastes and exploring our music ideas, and it kind of left me inspired. Um, I've wanted to learn the saxophone for a very long time, and I took up saxophone lessons for a while, but I was scared about disrupting my neighbours, you know, making them hear the loud sounds of the saxophone, but right now, I don't really care anymore. I'm going to pick up the saxophone and start learning again, but I'm looking at getting a tenor saxophone. Um, there's one at the Music Swap Shop in Carlton, and it's for six ninety nine. It's a tenor saxophone suitable for beginners, and I was thinking that would be really good. I'm thinking of contacting them today and getting picketing up today, hopefully. Um, it needs a new case, though, so I'll have to find a case for it as well, which is easy. So... Yeah, this is a voice recording for the 13th of May at 12.36pm. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. This is the end of the audio clip. Roger that. Goodbye. Agum, what do you think? Oh, I love it. I really do. It's short, sweet, full of information. (laughs) His tone as well. It explains different days. So he had other days he has so much energy in his voice and then there's other days he's just like yeah it's another yeah. day so i really like that he, he got really creative with it what about yourself reggie actually inspired me to get a queen bed i'm not sure if you can see it behind me Ooh. it's very big a queen <laughs> for a queen i feel amazing <laughs> sitting in it lying in it being in it yeah thank you reggie for that um <laughs> I, I actually remember that day i remember the day i remember that day too <laughs> okay that's it from us besides the credits episode two is out soon check the podcast feed for fresh apps credit is a production of artful dodger studios this season is produced by elijah augustine reggie chang kim handley Danny Hillier, Matisse Leder, Agum Maluach, Georgia Wilmot, and the one and only Mary. Plus, mentored and produced by Michelle Macklem, Joel Supple, Louise Terry, Jay Kranz, and guiding light from Bethany Atkinson Quinton. We are forever grateful to our angel, Miss Angeliki Adrutsopoulos for believing in Braided and making this possible. Music in this episode by Jesse Sullivan and The Desolettes. That's Danny's band. Braided is supported by the JSS, Gandal Philanthropy and the City of Yara. We are on IG at artful underscore dodges. On Twitter at braidedpot. And for more about the podcast, visit braidedpodcast.com. All right, signing off. Bye, my good friends and pals. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't. I don't have a. I don't know what to say. I need a sign off. Just sign off. Sign Just say off. I'm pissing I'm off now. Out. Okay, log out.